This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, we're recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose, where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this episode of Potomac had me crying so hard. Did it really? I don't know if I'm like, <laughs> I'm exhausted in general this week, so I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, It was yeah. an emotional episode by the end, but also I was like surprised by how much I was crying um yeah wow but yeah I was in my feels um I mean I'll definitely share more when we get to the page the end right yes yeah the whole discussion on sexual trauma and just watching the Mm -hmm. women bond over it just really got to me really really struck me yeah um but yeah other than that I mean this was another filler episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) We're not furthering many storylines here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, no. So, yeah. Friend, do you have any initial thoughts? Anything you want to talk about yeah. this episode? That's the thing. It was a very heartwarming <laughs> episode, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll both have, like, the intense thoughts on. But mm-hmm. Juan, my only thought really is that Juan being more on camera now definitely feels like he's paying Robin back. You can feel mm. it. Mm, that he's mm-hmm. like only showing up because he embarrassed her so fucking bad Hello. that there's no way she can appear on camera by herself yeah <laughs> right there's no I mean, way like she could never just show no. up just robin look what happened in austin i know she's <laughs> up standing twirling what do you want from me what do you want from me like bruh oh, can you show up to something to help her out help this is out <laughs> God damn. I was shocked to see him here too. But I agree. Yeah. I think somebody, I don't know, Robin or somebody got through to him and was like, bruh, I mean, mm-hmm. go to mm-hmm. one event for the love of God. Help her, please. <laughs> please, because if you're out of a job and she's out of a storyline, y'all are out of money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you better show up and start telling please. these lies on camera. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh my goodness. I really love that conversation between him and Mia. I thought that was great. I just, <laughs> I loved it. I appreciate oh, man. you. I really did this yes. episode. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, I have a new appreciation for Mia. I We've did. been saying she's useless all season. <laughs> yeah. <But we> have, yeah. <laughs> new appreciation for Mia. Yes. This, 
this episode. She mm-hmm. she is indeed needed, I think. Yeah, I think so. Because I think mm-hmm. in that scene, uh, Giselle's not going to question her. She's tired of questioning her. Ashley's not going to question her. Yeah. Her and Candace ain't friends. And they're... T- yeah nobody like yeah so mia's like the only kind of like person kind of left that could without Mm -hmm. like crucifixion ask her about juan you know what i mean (laughs) crucifixion because she's not like a best friend and she's also not like an enemy she's kind of in the middle so she kind of was able to question them and not be like crucified for it or like turned into Mm -hmm. a whole thing you know Mm-hmm, hmm I would love to see a scene between Juan and Sharice, because I feel yeah. like Sharice has questions for Juan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll ever see that, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know either, <laughs> but that's what yeah. we need. He know better. <laughs> <laughs> he know better than to show up. That lady's been through the ringer. She knows everything. Know. She knows all the questions to ask. I know, I know. show up to any Sharice event. <laughs> and her husband was a very successful basketball coach. He coached mm-hmm. Rutgers for mm-hmm. a long time. Okay, yeah. So that's different than Juan's yeah. career trajectory. Yeah. And I'm sure Sharice's marriage was worse off for it. So yeah. that's that. Um, but that was pretty much it because not really that much happened. Yeah. Just got little like scenes of everybody's life. Yeah. We saw, yeah. N- no storylines really furthered. Candace, Neca, Wendy still talking about the same, you know, foolishness. Mm-hmm. Um, Giselle and, da- and her daughter, that was cute, I guess. You know, preparing Very cute. Grace for college. I like those little yeah. scenes. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, Juan, Robin, yeah, and same stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, my one thought was, um, I agree with uh, Bravo While Black. We just recorded with them over the weekend. Mm, they said mm-hmm, Mia, mm-hmm. Mia, we should not throw her in the trash yes. yet. Like, yeah, Mia, yeah, yeah. She's got yep. a lot going on with her and Gordon's marriage that we're not seeing. Uh, they brought back up Jacqueline again. Her and Jacqueline's friendship mm-hmm. is very interesting. Thank you. Yes. Bring back Jacqueline. Bring back, ja- bring back Jacqueline, please. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm just so curious as to why we're not seeing more from Mia. I mean, this is, we have mm-hmm. two filler episodes in a row now where mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. nothing new is happening with Robin or Wendy and Neca, like the two main dramas. Um, and Mia's sitting there with stuff going on in her life. Like, why are we not, mm-hmm. why is there no, can- like, why is she getting more scenes filmed? Like, what's going on there? Gordon seems very okay with being on camera and talking about their mm-hmm. mess. Like, I'm yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Let us know if anybody has any theories as to why they're kind of like not focusing on Mia at all. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Probably, perplexed. I would. The only thing I can think of is because last year she threw a drink in somebody's face, and not everybody's very happy with Mia and her status on the show. That's mm-hmm. my only thought. If I was mm-hmm. in the editing room, I would be like, "Well, everybody hates Mia, so mm-hmm. gotta edit that out." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but does everybody hate her? She seems to be a good by last list. year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, we but she hate her last year. But um, Giselle and Robin, she's on good terms with Ashley. She have any beef with Ashley? It's really just one D and Candace. I think that she's on like even Candace. I don't even know. Wendy for sure on bad Gosh. terms. Yeah, it's like on Mia. Like, is she is she yeah. on bad terms with everybody? I thought she was in good terms with definitely Robin, Giselle. Ashley. Yeah. Not like she's beefing with everybody. The, I meant the audience. Oh, the audience. Okay, yeah. She's not a favorite. Okay. <laughs> See what yeah. you mean now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so why why give the audience the person that they publicly, I guess online everything, she's not a 
favorite. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that's true. But I mean, mm-hmm. the Jacqueline stuff was interesting, though. As much as me and like her, I love those, that friendship drama that they was going through was real interesting. Oh my god, it was so good. Oh, very so good. good. Every time they talked, there was a new layer. I was like, Jacqueline's your nanny? Layer. Her sister is your kid? <laughs> yeah. Best friend? What? It was just oh, a man. Oh, God. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll see. And then, she, you know, she brought back up Jacqueline again and sharing mm-hmm. her story. So, mm-hmm. um, then we see in the preview for next week, Jacqueline is brought up again. So, I don't know if she'll, you know, start making an appearance or what's going to happen. Yeah, I hope um, so. And then the only thing I'm my lessons learned question that I have is um, mm-hmm. in relation to Candace and Neca and their maybe new friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a bad friend if you befriend my enemy? Oh my God. We keep circling round and round these enemies <laughs> on this show and your lessons learned particularly, I friend. <laughs> all these girls are beefing but then there's like friendships happening on top of the beefs and so you got to keep track of who's your friend and who you know wendy and candace are good friends but candace is out to lunch with neca that don't seem like a good move but who cares Mm -mm. like candace is grown so i'm just curious (laughs) are you a bad friend if you befriend my enemy i wonder what Mm. what we will come up with we'll see yeah um anyways before we dive into the recap friend what do you got for the pre-show you know, for this week's pre-show, I think it'll be an interesting one. Um, there is a bride that was roasted for charging guests $65 a person to attend a wedding. We're going to okay. talk about that. Okay. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, to listen to our juicy pre-show yeah. and our hot takes on that foolishness. <laughs> You have got to join the Rose Garden over at Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash number two black girls number one rose to hear this exact episode with our thoughts and our juicy pre-show about this this mm-hmm. bride charging gifts. Um, on Patreon, you can also listen to our episode ad-free. You can watch us on video. We are also currently re-watching season one of Insecure over yes. on Two Black Girls Watch, our new weekly mm-hmm. reaction episode found exclusively on patreon mm-hmm. um so yeah try to patreon membership with a seven day free trial you have nothing to lose and shout mm-hmm. out to the rose garden shout um, out we love you patreon community we're having fun over in community chats having mm-hmm. a blast mm-hmm. talking about all kinds of nonsense um mm-hmm. so shout out to you mm-hmm. all right let's dive into the recap then let's do it Okay, so we are finally back in Potomac. God damn. Yes, we're they, out of Austin. Oh the my they goodness. They stretched that shit out. My God. Oh my gosh. Um, so we're back in Potomac. We're kind of catching up everybody. We see Wendy and Eddie out for dinner. Wendy is in Fashion Nova's finest. This, you know what? <laughs> these body suits, these cat suits. These bodysuits. <laughs> no, no. I had a realization, friend, when mm. I was watching the show. Okay, yeah. Every single thing Wendy wears, I know exactly where it's from. Because I've That's seen it on my timeline. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She is clicking learn more and is going to the Instagram Every shop. Time. Every, Every time. time. I've seen a lot of her clothes as well. <laughs> and I think they're the first slide. I think they are the ones that they send everyone. Yeah, I think they are like... 
I, I don't even see her wearing no Hanifa. Like, I don't even see her wearing no Christopher John Rogers. I don't see her wearing nothing that, like, the dolls wear in New York. I don't see her wearing none of that. That shit is crazy to me. Oh, man, it's tragic to me that she just, as you said, on the first slide of the Revolve ad, clicks learn more, purchase. (laughs) If I was a housewife, the way I would have a little college intern whose whole, his sole job is just Mm -hmm. outreach. Get me some free Mm -hmm. food. (laughs) That's it. Yep. Pay them, you know, a couple dollars, whatever. And that's their only Mm -hmm. job is just to do the outreach that I don't have time to do and to get in some brands. And get me looking mm-hmm. good on camera. Like, yep. Why yep. am I recognizing her clothes? I don't I don't understand. Oh. Um, but anyways, we saw a quick that little is. moment. Sharice, um, Ashley, and Giselle were hanging out. <laughs> Giselle and Ashley mm-hmm. were catching Sharice up on Robin. The way they was talking cash shit about their friend. Oh my god, <laughs> I live. But this is what happens. When your friend looks this stupid, you're I like, mean, well, goddamn. Now you can she do is, is laugh. Now here she goes again. Here yeah. she goes. Yeah. All you really can do is laugh. Uh-huh. So they catch up Sharice on her whole hold me accountable moment. And one of those. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Karen and Ray were hanging out with their little gazebo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Karen was, you know, mad at Ray. Apparently she got some results from her cardiologist. The heart mm-hmm. condition, the calcium buildup thing she was talking about a couple episodes ago. Yeah. This seems like not a lot is happening here. Not a also, damn thing. girl, Karen is healthy as ever. I don't know what she's talking about. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> like this five percent that she keeps throwing out. I'm like, what about the other ninety five? You seem fine. You also, seem fine. <laughs> what about this Ozempic girl? Do you know the side effects of that when you're not diabetic? I know. I, I, I know. Yeah, Karen is looking itty bitty, itty bitty these mm-hmm. days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we already all... had we had a housewife go to the hospital because of Ozempic. So we did. Who's that? Yeah, we did. Oh God, she's on New Jersey. She's not my favorite, but she's good for the show. She's like a friend of. Her name is Jen. Oh. She got like a nose job, a facelift, and was on Ozempic before she even got on the show. She was like ready oh to go. Yeah, <laughs> and she was hospitalized. <laughs> I know, I know. And Jesus. she was um, hospitalized for I want to say it was dehydrate, like extreme dehydration, mm. or perhaps it was malnutrition. Malnutrition, that's what I've been hearing is the Ozempic um, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes wow. you can be malnourished and still big. Yeah. In yep. there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Either way, you gotta you gotta nourish your body, no matter what you, you look like. To. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So funny. Karen, watch out for that. I was like, Karen, what about Ozempic? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I think your heart is just fine, girl. <laughs> like Yeah. Um, so yeah, she was um, yeah berating Ray. He didn't show her the support that she needed, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was telling him about her upcoming fundraiser for Pave, which is the organization she's been um, supporting for many years. They support sexual mm-hmm. violence awareness, and she's going to be inviting all the ladies. So mm-hmm. um, then we have Gordon and Mia hosted a little couples cooking class with Juan and Robin. Mm-hmm. and um robin and juan arrive and he's like on the phone with somebody talking about you know job prospects or anytime he's on the mm-hmm. phone i'm just suspicious even though always nervous when he said how you doing baby i was like here's he the baby go again. <laughs> okay you caught it too i was like who's baby what oh my it's god like, baby is here Juan, right please. what the fuck <laughs> oh my god 
but it sounded like <sighs> he was talking about some jokes. jobs or something. Yeah, he just calls yeah. him baby, whatever. Um, but yeah, Robin gives the update that he's been pretty unsuccessful in his mm-hmm. job hunt, and mm-hmm. Juan needs a job because I said it before. He looks washed. Unemployed does not look good on him. Yeah, this is the worst he's ever looked. Juan used to be fine. I was looking at him like I know he's handsome. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Mm. You know, <laughs> you know why it's so hard too, and you know this well because he's a coach who has to get a job in a very specific area. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's like that's a lifestyle that you have to dedicate to, Oof. and that is really yeah. tough. My brother was mm-hmm. a head coach, and mm-hmm. there's but so many openings, so you kind of just yeah. go where you can go. And then mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you leave that job, if you if you get fired or you'd resign or for whatever reason to find another one, you have to be very open <laughs> because mm-hmm, the yeah. next opening might be in Bumblefuck, Tennessee at Eastern Tennessee mm-hmm. University and you're going to take it mm-hmm. or not, you know? Mm-hmm. So it seems as if uh, he's pretty, it seems like they're pretty tied to like the DMV area. I'm assuming right well they have to yeah they got kids and everything there so robin has a steady job as a real housewife of potomac Potomac. (laughs) right juan has had at least three jobs since robin has started her job as the real housewife of potomac yeah so i would assume that they're gonna stick with the steady job steady job (laughs) and then everything else follows from there i would would think yeah you know but that's tough because there's but so many schools and there's but so many yeah, openings exactly. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yikes um but anyways they meet up with mia and gordon they're doing this little pasta making class robin shares that she's opening a franchise i'm not do you know uh, this company yeah i've never heard of them yeah. but it sounds like a lucrative idea I looked it up br- very briefly, and it okay. sounds like a good idea. A good business. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a, a membership-based skincare studio, I think is how she described it. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming women who do, like, regular facials or, like, derma peels and all that stuff where you have to go on, like, mm-hmm. a pretty regular basis, you get them mm-hmm. signed up for a membership, they come in, you yep. don't have, like, steady business. Yeah, it sounded mm-hmm. like a decent idea, I thought, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so Robin's opening up a franchise. Seems like she's been a longtime customer of what is it, Glow Thirty? Um, Glow, yeah. And what had me dying is when they were asking Mia and Gordon for business advice. Oh and my I was god! Because like, uh. <laughs> I mean, it's not their fault they got fired. <laughs> I know, but two that's two can tango. Like you, part of the story as well. Like it's not just yeah. There's two sides to the story. I don't know what the hell went down with the brother, whatever, but someone went down and he mm-hmm. was part of it. So I don't know if they were the wisest people to give business advice, but <laughs> they're they're in the franchise world, so that's why yeah, mm-hmm. they know more than uh, you know Juan and Robin do. And Juan so. and Robin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Mia, Mia is so mean because she's like Juan is here. Okay, I got questions. <laughs> like, is that mean? Like- is that mean or is that inquisitive and you're making a show and you have to do what you have to fucking do? I'm yes. pretty sure I no, would I do the Mia same is thing. Me, to yeah, not Juan. mean. Yeah. I would be doing the same. Oh, me. <laughs> she is me. Juan is here. He don't show up nowhere. No, okay. for sure you would. 
I'm open up my notes and all the questions I've been wanting to ask him, I'm asking. Thank you. Yep. Yep. So Mia goes straight into the hotel room drama and mm-hmm. she asks Juan, you know, did you did you really put your credit card down? Like, you know, did you really do that? And he's like, yeah, you know, she got me. You know, she went to the casino. She got me. She got me. Now it's this girl's fault. God. She went to the casino. <laughs> Someone stole her purse and she couldn't get money from Canada. Mm-hmm. So I've never heard that her purse was stolen from the casino. This is a new detail. A detail. Never heard that one. Why well, guess not Becky of the week for oh. just continuing to repeat this nonsense story out loud. He needs to just not <laughs> just tell them I've said everything I had to say, guys. You can read about it in the press. Stop repeating it out loud. You look and sound like an idiot. I'm so tired. But of the he story. can't. But Ugh. he can't say it like that. He can't say it like that. Mia knows. Mia knows the damn story. Like, if I was really blonde, I would know what Mia is trying to set up here right now. Just tell her. Right, yeah. You've read the blogs. Go read the blogs, Mia. I'm sorry. I can't. But to repeat that cockamamie story out loud again. Uh, See, I think you uh, should stand up in it. If that's the big old truth, Juan, (laughs) you should have no problem retelling this one. Clearly he don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so Mia was like, oh, okay, so you 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 gave your credit card over the phone, right? Like You called. Over, you called in, right? Mm-hmm, and he said, mm-hmm. uh, no, I went to the hotel. And, you know, I'm a grown man. Oof. I made a mistake. There will be no next time. Mm-hmm. I love how Mia was even trying I, to like, I, help I, I love it. <laughs> I love how she was like, well, for next time, you can just call in with just Robin right there. I love it. <laughs> Oh, God. Giving him ideas and shit. I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mia in her interview called them out. She was like, well, his story matched Robin's, so they clearly yeah. practiced that one. It's true. They got yep. their they got their little details straight. They tell the same story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And then Mia and Gordon, Robin and Juan kind of bonded very briefly over that like wild shared story that they have of having like a yeah stole money and then committed suicide in the end like mm-hmm, crazy mm-hmm, stories mm-hmm. happen to one person that happened to both of them is fucking nuts so. both of them i know i wonder how many how common this really is i feel like it's very common yeah it's strange mm-hmm. very odd um so that happened then we have wendy at home with her family um mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. sits with her mom Mm-hmm. Just talking about her recent surgery she had. Surgery, and, yeah. And whatnot. Um, and then Wendy brings up NECA and the whole NECA drama. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. mom immediately was like, What's her name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they both denying this child. Oh, the existence God. of NECA. The existence of NECA. Mm-hmm. So Wendy, you know, says, well, NECA claims you called Lebe and was talking about this whole shrine thing. And the mom looks so confused. Like she's totally pretending like none of this ever happened. She don't know Mm-mm. NECA. She's not no memory. No, no memory of this. Mm-mm. And we learn that Wendy's sister, Ivy, and Lebe, who is, I think, NECA's mm-hmm. cousin-in-law or whatever the hell, Yes, a little. Everything's a little bit too far for me to remember exactly. Yeah, the there's a lot of yeah. in-laws and things. Yeah, 
but <laughs> Wendy's sister Ivy and Lebe had a falling out. The mom was saying mm-hmm. Lebe is like a daughter for her. And so what she, her story is she called Lebe to talk to her about this, I guess, falling out and told her, you know, it's hard to find a friend. It's easy to make an enemy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's all the conversation was. I don't know nothing about this NECA girl. She's talking about a shrine. The only shrine I know is in downtown Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel sorry for her. I'll pray for her. And that was it. That was so, it. NECA, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, she might be one season and done. <laughs> I absolutely. I think we have right? a bunch of one and dones this year for Bravo. I think we have for NECA. Bravo. There's mm-hmm. a new housewife, a new black housewife on Beverly Hills who oh, is irking everybody's nerves so fucking bad. Oh, Ooh, God. girl, she's terrible. She's terrible. Really? She's Marcellus Wiley's wife, who's a famous football player. Oh, you you know his oh, name, yes. right? You've heard, yeah, you've yeah. heard him, right? Yeah. Definitely know him, yeah. Yeah, his wife. So fucking annoying. Oh, my oh, God. God. Really? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Aww. He's a black housewife on, uh, on um, Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. And Garcelle been by herself. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Garcelle and her are like, because Garcelle's Damn. not trying to like, really fuck she with her like with her. Oh, God. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think so Becca, I think the only the mm-hmm. only season one I think is Monica. I think she's the only one and the the that reigning queen of first mm-hmm. season Housewives this mm-hmm. year. But yeah, Neca yeah. has got to go. Got to go. go. The way this whole Wendy thing like panned out just did not work in her favor. Wendy and Wendy's mom are both denying her up and down. She's not bringing nothing to the table. I mean, we'll see in the next scene. Like she don't she's not doing nothing. And this scene right no. here, like the mom just, it just kind of dead. Like they just deaded the whole situation. And in my essence, mm-hmm. in, in the essence, they kind of just like dead in NECA. Because <laughs> like, a character, mm-hmm. as yeah. drama, as I a storyline, it just yep. literally mm-hmm. was like sign sealed, delivered, boom. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Then we have Giselle and her daughter Grace are yeah. out having a little girl's day, going to self-defense mm-hmm. class. Grace is going off mm-hmm. to college. Grace is ready to mm-hmm. go. She is so ready to go. Yeah, she is so <laughs> tired of Giselle asking her questions, knocking on her door, coming into her room, giving her hugs, giving her kisses on the cheek, <laughs> picking her up from parties. She is done. Yeah, she's, she's ready so to done. be an adult woman. Oh my God. Where's she going to college again? I don't remember. I couldn't even tell you, but she's ready to go. <laughs> she's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this was cute. They went to a self-defense class. This is um, cute, yeah. This was really cute. I think this was a great little, like, fun mother-daughter activity. Like, pre-college, let's bond, let's em- get you empowered. You know, as a mm-hmm. mom, let me mm-hmm. feel good about sending you off on your own to mm-hmm. the scary place where the boys are drunk all the time and want to, you know, do mm-hmm. things. So I thought it was cute. They seemed to have fun. and Yeah. Yeah, have a nice little bonding moment, you know. It was, like, foreshadowing, too, for the rest of the mm-hmm. episode. Definitely. Um. Yeah, they sit, they chat, they talk about uh dating. Grace is like so interested in dating, and mm-hmm. Giselle decides to call Jason on Facetime, and mm-hmm. he lives in New York, so they don't really see each other all that often. And yeah, he's a man, another man in her phone, <laughs> another man in the phone. This is getting really tired from a woman who is this gorgeous as Giselle. This I is getting know. like really weird. Yeah, like. I remember Shelton Shepard, Sha, uh, Sha, 
Oh, God. It was the bold, dark skin. Okay, we've all screenshotted and shared their tweets. We've quoted them over dinner. <laughs> now we can enter the discourse. Peyton Dix and Hunter Harris have a new show on Wondery called Let Me Say This, where they'll answer the most burning questions in pop culture. What is Hunter's favorite Dakota Johnson lie? What hot thing did Kristen Stewart do yesterday? What makes Zendaya and Tom Holland lesbians? Uh -huh. <laughs> These ladies are hilarious. Yeah, they've been friends for a decade and have shared trauma over a crappy Boston dorm room and the pitiful Brooklyn dating scene, which has bonded them for life and made their friendship even deeper than JLo's delusion. Highbrow, lowbrow, and all the tortured poets in between. This is the show for the weekly hot takes in pop culture you didn't know you needed. Follow Let Me Say This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch new episodes on YouTube or listen to Let Me Say This ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. A friend of mine came over to my house post-breakup and hadn't eaten in 48 hours. Mm. To my dismay as her friend, I had no food to give her. And this mm. is why I always keep emergency homemade cookie dough in the freezer. <laughs> yes. Breakups are tough. We got to help each other out. And Queenie is telling that story. Yes. You got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major breakup, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking mm. job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Ooh. First of all, I love that Queenie is a Jamaican British yes. woman. And I love that we meet Queenie after a messy breakup. You know, when you're starting to look for comfort in all the wrong places. Yep. Can she turn her quarter life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. You have to watch. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. The man who mm -hmm. she, she used to be just loving all up on him. Oh mm -hmm. my God, loving him, loving him, loving him. And then the reputation that came out of that man. Oh yeah. girl. Not great. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> but I just want to see Giselle and Ashley go speed dating. Please. I really just want to see really... them actively dating out on the town in the DMV. I'm tired of these yep. guys on the phone. I'm tired yeah. of Ashley not dating at all. Like, why are we not seeing that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Very annoying. I would love yeah. to see her and, and Jason, but he don't live here. So now he's just another guy on her phone. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It seems very set up by Bravo. It's it's just yeah. uh, like it's as soon fun. as she called Jason, Grace just rolled her eyes and was like, hey, like, <laughs> hey, Jason. She's tired yeah. of it too. <laughs> uh. So annoying. Um, next, we got Candace on her way to go meet NECA for lunch. And she's talking to her mm -hmm. mom. She just recently had a mammogram. They found two lumps. And mm -hmm. she has a history of breast cancer in her family, so she's like really scared. Um, mm -hmm. The doctors just want to monitor it. She wants to like do something about it. She's, you know, obviously terrified finding lumps. Yeah, anybody. that's really scary. So, yeah, I hear that. Um, Candace uh, meets up with Neca, and Candace's mm -hmm. outfit was wild. Did you catch this outfit? <laughs> I did not. I was. Wait, okay, I'm trying to think because I was so amazed at her outfit to the pave luncheon. Oh, I love we'll that. Yes, it, but that we'll shit get to was, that. Oh my god, very cute. Woo. It was amazing. Cute little power suit. But yeah. I don't remember what she wear. This is wild. It was like a Gucci, like athleisure set almost. It's almost oh, like my. a. <laughs> it was like bright yellow, um, like a. What'd you call it? Like a sports bra with like some gym shorts, oh. I guess. Oh. 
and then the oh. slipper she had on like furry sandals and then like a pink hate jacket over it. it was i hate those too i, I hate, hate them damn slipper those shoes outside. It makes me, first of all, upset that I'm not inside. I'm like, that was supposed to be great if I was inside, inside. and now I want to be back inside the house. Now <laughs> right. I'm annoyed. <laughs> and then also, I'm just worried overall because there's no way that's a practical shoe for outside. Cannot no be. No, absolutely not. It was it was a, a wild outfit. So anyways, she shows up. <laughs> NECA, her hair was huge, just like bundles on bundles on bundles. NECA, it was sitting atop. Mm-hmm. The, it was... It was yeah. A lot of bundles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, recap the Austin drama. Candace calls NECA out for calling Wendy a bitch. Mm-hmm. NECA reminds her that Wendy called her a L.A. crackhead. Crackhead, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know. And then we got a flashback of all the times Candace has called someone a bitch. Somebody a bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love she, production for that one. I, I know, like, I love that. What? I like, how <laughs> you... Yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, Candace, she just wants to kind of, like, see how they can move forward, given the drama with Wendy, you know, her and Wendy are mm-hmm. friends. She doesn't know if, you know, things are going to ever get resolved between the two of them. NECA doesn't even seem like she even wants to resolve with Wendy, so... That's, yeah, that's upsetting, too, because they could have been a trio, a dynamic little trio. They could have been a cute little brown skin trio. I'm so mad we did not get that. girls. Yes. They're smart. Everybody's style could have been upgraded because Candace is already there, I think. I Mm -hmm. love Candace's style as a housewife. Mm -hmm. Wendy is definitely on the come up for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then NECA's just a season one girl that could get her together. Mm -hmm. And they could have been the three girls going out to triple dates. Mm -hmm. They could have been like all these other things that Mia and Robin are like doing these stupid dates that we're not interested in. These three could have really been doing something, you know? Really, really could have. It's so disappointing that we did not get that. Mm -hmm. That sucks. So, yeah, NECA thinks her and Candace would be great friends, if not for the drama. Um, and they bond mm-hmm. over, like, fertility. They're both trying to get pregnant. NECA's been trying for mm-hmm. seven months naturally. Candace is doing IVF. Um, mm-hmm. And they have clearly a lot of alignments. But Candace, like, she's like, I got to walk on eggshells because they're be- yeah. she's beefing heavy <laughs> with Wendy. Like, and mm-hmm. Wendy's her friends. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do there? Mm-hmm um this scene for me was my even stevie wonder could see moments that neca i do not think will be coming back for a second season like oh this kind of sealed it for think? me between wendy sitting with her mom and they signed sealed delivered that drama and mm-hmm. then neca sitting here with candace this is her first like solo scene right that she's had since mm-hmm. i guess before she joined the, sh- the show and she didn't deliver nothing. She didn't share anything more about herself. She didn't really bring any new storyline to the table. It's the same fertility thing that we've heard about before. The same they've been trying for seven months, which we heard about before. It was like mm-hmm. she didn't mm-hmm. further anything. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, we are probably not going to see you again. <laughs> like, I don't, why would they give yeah. her another chance? Like, she's not really doing anything. So, yeah, 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 not great. I, Actually, I'm going to give my Becky of the Week to NECA for appearing, for all of the reasons you said, appearing like such a fan. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. thinks already because mm-hmm. of the confessional lines that she already has written out, because of the 
uh, note cards and all the marks that she made and the old Karen that she drew at the Austin hotel that mm-hmm. she's already won the fans over. And because Wendy too is not like the most popular of mm-hmm. the Potomac ladies and definitely mm-hmm. not the most popular overall in housewifery. Mm-hmm. I think she thought she could go at her and win. And that mm-hmm. is not true because no. Wendy's very smart. Yeah. Wendy will get you. Yeah. And Wendy at the end of the day has a really nice family and a mm-hmm. <laughs> really mm-hmm. nice husband. And mm-hmm. so when you hate on her, you look like you hating on her life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. mm-hmm. I just don't think for her to think already that she's like won the fans over and she's just going to be like, you're just going to root for me to have a baby. And that's it. What about your husband that owns a nightclub? Can we talk about it? Can we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> can't we really what is that about you know you like chris is a chef Mm -hmm. this guy owns a nightclub here we go two night jobs here Mm -hmm. we go can we talk about something yeah something yeah and she also she doesn't have any kids right they don't have any kids yet no No. kids no kids he's a traveling physician he owns a nightclub Mm -hmm. he's like presumably they have a very interesting dynamic you have a pretty independent mm-hmm. type relationship he does his mm-hmm. thing you do yours what mm-hmm. are you doing all day i want to see your life what are you doing all day mm-hmm. what like what's it must have been boring they must have it must be it. boring must yeah boring. yeah you're the wife of a nightclub owner what's that like who are the girls that you hang out with do you go to the club That's with him like what's the right. vibe like we, we're seeing and getting like, nothing right <laughs> nothing ask giselle and robin you have husbands who've been around all these kinds of women and so does mine mm-hmm. this is what happens mm-hmm. something something do a oh. night out with the girls invite them to do a bottle service night at the club <laughs> and have a night out and, and plan something i don't know just get mm-hmm. creative Why? i'm so bored <laughs> like so bored yeah, yeah instead of picking on a, another girl I'm this still is talking like... about wendy yeah Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so next we have Mia. She's home. She's getting glam for Karen's pave events and yeah. chatting with jo- um, Gordon. Sorry. And mm-hmm. she's having a lot of anxiety going into this event. And we learn mm-hmm. that she has, as she says, unresolved sexual trauma. Like she's mm-hmm. at the brink of not even going to the event because she is already yeah. feeling triggered. But she's trying to, you know, rally herself and be brave and, you know, go support Karen. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, time for the pave event. Karen is hoping everyone's going to be in their best behavior, which everybody was. Mm-hmm. And Karen, again, such an important character. Only she can mm-hmm. do things like this. Plan these events where everybody yep. comes and they're on their best behavior. And it's for a good cause. Mm-hmm. And they respect her and mm-hmm. they respect the event. And, you know, I, she's such an important, like mediator in this group she's so needed if she wasn't there mm-hmm. nobody would talk nobody would hang out they're so divided you know i know i are know so divided just, right now yeah yeah giselle mm. and candace candace and uh robin yeah wendy and mia of, up until recently like mm-hmm. it was it was really bad it's really yeah. bad so so yeah so everybody shows up um everybody looks cute i love candace's you know oh, yellow gold power oh. suit very cute i screamed when she came on camera her <laughs> hair looked like a sculpture it was so beautiful her mm-hmm. hair cute little updo yes. oh it was so cute oh very man. cute and i love a little power suit and a little petite girl i, I love them having their little power right? moment even though they're so tiny <laughs> so she looked Wait, cute in the daytime for a luncheon <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. Even, yes like, you know, for a luncheon. You know? oh my god yes yeah yeah <laughs> 
Um, I loved Mia's look too, even though I see that all over Instagram. Loved it, <laughs> but I love all that all over the place. All yeah, over. Mia's another one. She gets mm-hmm. it just right from J Lux label, just <laughs> right on Naked Wardrobe. But yes. cute. Yeah, but yeah, I love that I like little it on her, accordion though. look, and the blue was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So all the ladies come. They kick off the event. They have this young lady who you know, says she's a survivor of sexual assault and she's really healed mm-hmm. herself through music and she starts, you know, singing the song that she wrote and cue my waterworks. I was in shambles. Really? I really was. Really? I was like, what? I was surprised at myself how much I was crying and just like, you know, hearing the ladies talk and stuff like that. But I think I really got in my feelings because sexual trauma is such an incredibly sad thing to bond over and unfortunately mm. it bonds so many women yeah and that just within yeah. itself is so sad like it happens to so many of us that there's enough of us to bond over it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just makes me feel i don't know there's like so much education so many so many organizations like pave that are helping you know, women heal or helping women, you know, learn, you know, they educate young girls about consent or there's so many positive, amazing organizations um, specifically, you know, garnered towards sexual trauma. And there's still mm-hmm. not enough education for men, teaching men how to not rape, how to not violate women, how to not see us was, as sexual objects. Like, <laughs> that was <sighs> my thought the whole time. Yeah. I was like, this is a room full of women it seems like probably a good 30% of them have personal experience they can speak to about sexual assault and mm-hmm. statistically that it actually matches up with um, what America sees. I think it's one mm-hmm. in six women have been abused. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing on Vibe Check, uh, that podcast, mm-hmm. that if you, Saeed Jones said, if you think you haven't known somebody who's been abused, you don't talk to people enough. Mm. you haven't talked to the people you know deeply enough Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. do know somebody who's been abused more than likely. Um, And the fact that there was no men there and men are clearly the problem here. I was like, wait, where's like the NFL? And then I couldn't even finish my thought in my head. I was like, (laughs) oh, they can't, they could never, they could never sponsor something like this because they have too many guilty people in their Mm. association. Mm. same with the nba said so like all of them you know mm. what i mean because i'm like shouldn't they be running commercials instead of these jesus mm-hmm. commercials mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. we're big fans of jesus over here on two black mm-hmm. girls one rose mm-hmm. but <laughs> instead of these he gets us commercials can't we be mm-hmm. showing domestic violence commercials can't we be showing sexual assault commercials please please right? yeah like it was I was really frustrated too. Like I was so, of course, love this event. These things are important. The women need the community and all of that. But it was, it was just like another room of women, us kind of, you know, talking to ourselves. And I'm like, when are the men going to be a part of these conversations? It's, you know, it's why we talk about people like Andrew Tate and, you know, we're always roasting these male podcasters, you know, talk about them all the time, but you know, the reason why is because those people are so incredibly dangerous in their rhetoric about women. Mm -hmm. They talk about us like we're not equals. And it makes me really scared, really angered. It just, I I had so much feels happening like (laughs) during that Mm -hmm. moment. And I was thinking all of these things and it just made me such a mess. And then, 
each of the ladies, even Robin shared her experience that she went through as a teenager. Mm -hmm. Candace, Ashley, Mm -hmm. Wendy has friends and family who've been through things. And then we see Mm -hmm. Mia, you know, the girl was singing. She got triggered. She had to get up and leave the table and had a whole moment. And I I just, so much was going on. It was just like, I love these events. They are important. These women need the healing. But how can we get men involved in, you know, the the battle of sexual trauma and teaching consent and and having these conversations mm-hmm. so it's not just us around the table saying the same stuff you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my, and mm-hmm. I'm sure those organizations exist I just don't really know about them I don't see them as much um but yeah I don't know I was really yeah, just going through yeah. watching this episode. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't I don't know if they exist either. Please put down in the comments below any that you can recommend to us that we can promote, that we can look at, that we can look up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um because I would love to know. I would love to know if you Me guys too. know anything about it. We have a lot of psychologists in the in the Rose Garden. Mm-hmm. Would love to hear what you guys have um experienced even in training. Maybe there's some sort of training that you have when you see like a young narcissistic boy or something. I don't mm. fucking know. Mm. Um, but yeah, this yeah. is, as you said, like I didn't even have a moment to get frustrated about it because I was like, oh, I know the reason because there's so mm. many men <laughs> that are mm-hmm. doing this that they can't even mm-hmm. do this in men's spaces because mm. someone in that space, space that owns that space is probably guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. As treacherous as that is, how do we then give them the responsibility of speaking out or building awareness when they themselves need to face the own trauma that they've afflicted against women? Yeah, it's very, yep. very complicated. It is. But mm-hmm. we got to figure this shit out because I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, what? <laughs> we can't be doing this. Yeah. But we can't no. be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, so. Mia, she, you know, she has a lot of unresolved trauma, she said, going into the event. So she got triggered. She left the table um, and was off in the bathroom crying. Ashley went to check on her and she kind of let out her whole story. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she went through something, seems like when she was a teenager and she still blames herself. And, you know, you know, a lot of those questions like, why didn't I leave? Why didn't I this? Why didn't I do that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she shares that she actually has a lot of negative feelings towards Jacqueline because Jacqueline mm-hmm. left her there. And mm-hmm. she explains that's why subconsciously she's been such a bad friend to Jacqueline and why she's been so mean to Jacqueline. Um, mm-hmm. It's as if she's been punishing Jacqueline from when she was a teenager yeah. where Jacqueline kind of left her and it's not that Jacqueline knew what was going to happen or anything like that but she hasn't resolved her own trauma or really reconciled that situation so it's manifested in her just being a Mm -hmm. bitch to Jacqueline pretty much since then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah I thought that was a really really honest raw moment it gave a lot Mm -hmm. of context as to why we've seen Mm -hmm. she's been such a bitch to Jacqueline like Mm -hmm. it's been one of the most perplexing friendships I've ever seen like they call each other best friends (laughs) sisters but they are horrible to each other Mia especially Mm -hmm. Mia to Jacqueline has been terrible and it was a very raw honest moment and um yeah it kind of it didn't make me think about Mia again like she has always been very open and vocal like she's Mm -hmm. You know, we've said it before. We said it when we're on Bravo All Black. She will say her whole, bear her whole soul before anybody else says it. Yep. You know, she mm-hmm. wants to own mm-hmm. her experiences and whatnot. And that was another moment for her. And 
um i appreciate her for that i really did yeah yeah Yeah, so did i i would love to hear how if and how jacqueline has reconciled Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. this and i wonder if jacqueline is constantly trying to come to me as Mm. rescue it yeah, got me thinking a lot then, about like yeah. who's who's really here for mia you know what i mean because mm-hmm. she's a foster child mm-hmm. now we know this about her past mm-hmm. she is clearly like even in her marriage to gordon she's clearly just trying to survive out here yeah you know like mm-hmm. if she wasn't married to gordon her life would be completely different. different yeah and it's so obvious that her life depends on so much of these little threads that she's woven throughout her life that she had to do herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it just yeah. makes me, I don't know. It makes me want to know more. I guess. Me want to know more too. Yeah. And I was, so that was the end of the episode, but we did get a quick preview for next week where we yeah. see Mia and Sharice are talking. Sharice tells Mia she recently saw Jacqueline and Jacqueline was crying and, mm-hmm you know they didn't share everything but yeah um i think that would be probably one of the rawest moments we'd get if we saw a sit down between mia and jacqueline like really hashing mm-hmm. out their friendship not even necessarily having to talk about the incident that happened when she was a teenager everything nope. but just nope. how how things have manifested in their friendship and having like an honest conversation that would be really mm-hmm. really incredible to see i think that could bring a lot of healing to people who probably also in their mm-hmm. life are harboring feelings mm-hmm. of, um, you know, shame or negative feelings towards someone they feel like didn't protect them enough. Um, right. Yeah. And yeah, I think we have a, I think we have potential to get really real <laughs> with yeah. Mia and her storyline after she kind of shared all of that. So mm-hmm. we shall see. Um, yes, we shall. Yeah. We also saw next week Karen's, that's Karen's daughter, right? Karen's daughter's coming to visit and is going to lunch with Giselle and... Oh, yeah, Raven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Raven, yes, going to lunch with Giselle and mm-hmm. Grace before Grace goes off to college. Um, mm-hmm. And then we also see that Robin and Candace are going to finally have their... Finally. Oh, finally. Man. This is episode nine and these people have not sat down and talked. Oh, <laughs> What? Been fighting since episode three. Yeah, Good lord. Since the beginning. God damn. Um. Anyways, let's talk about my lessons learned, friend. Are yes. you a bad friend if you befriend my enemy? And again, this is like thinking about Candace and Neca and Wendy and like that whole situation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think it's um, I think it's it can be complicated if you're not mm-hmm. i feel like I, we're grown right like you're not going to tell me who i can and mm-hmm. cannot be friends with like i'm going to come to mm-hmm. that conclusion on my own uh mm-hmm. naturally i'm going to side eye anybody that my best friend is like beefing with but i'm still gonna come to my own conclusion right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i think we're at a point too where particularly at this age and i would think yeah wendy and candace are all around the same age like if your mm-hmm. friend is being ridiculous you can call her out tell her she's being ridiculous like <laughs> Candace mm-hmm. should be able to turn yeah. to Wendy be like Wendy this is ridiculous you need to sit down with NECA like this is stupid um, I feel like for me personally I'm at a time and age where I'm not <laughs> it's gonna sound really like either mean or like very introverted of me I'm just not really seeking oh, yeah. new friends <laughs> No new friends. Play it, Emily. Play no it, Emily. No, no new friends. friends. No new 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 friends. No
still here with my dad. I'm not seeking it. If it happens, beautiful. But I have, I I feel very blessed. I have a lot of great family. I have a lot of great friends. I have like a great set of people Mm -hmm. in my life right now. I'm not really seeking Mm -hmm. newness necessarily. Um, So you really have to be bringing, we have to really be aligned or really connected in some way, you know, for Right. to be coming into my life and so i thought about with candace and neca they have this like fertility thing in common and i can understand candace maybe wanting to nurture that friendship with uh neca wendy has multiple kids mm-hmm. she's done the mother thing i don't know if candace mm-hmm. has any other friends who are going through fertility like it's nice to have somebody you know going through something very personal like that with you and i think mm-hmm. um i think she if NECA is somebody she's going to want to keep in her life because of their, you know, bonding over this, mm-hmm. Candace has got to just encourage Wendy and NECA to clear the air before I think she dives into the stretch of a NECA because then it's going to bring mm. issues for her and mm-hmm. Wendy. I think ultimately mm-hmm. she's grown. She can do whatever the hell she wants. And mm-hmm. I would not fault her if she wanted to be friends with NECA, particularly over bonding over this fertility thing. But I do think the right thing to do would be to encourage mm-hmm. Wendy to cut the bullshit just sit with her please <laughs> like yeah, I, I can't have wendy yeah. in my ear talk about well, you can't be friends with her that's what we're not gonna do you're not oh, gonna tell no. people i can be friends with right yeah no 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 yeah don't no, definitely not no yeah so yeah so yeah that's what i think i i think it's complicated i don't think it makes you a bad friend if you mm-hmm. befriend somebody's enemy there just has to be like reason to that friendship in my opinion like there's got to be a, yeah. a reason that friendship is going to bring you value because otherwise we're grown you don't really mm-hmm. need that many new friends so why are you doing this you know <laughs> you yeah think? yep yeah i think so much of what wendy and neca are going through is intercultural that i would not want to jump headfirst into because i don't actually know well, NECA's more more wronger if I was to choose one. Um, but I think, like, going after somebody's family member is just something that I could never deal with. Like, I could never deal with you calling somebody's mom a witch on national television. I'm just not dealing with you. That's just a, that's such a red flag for me. And I'm somebody who makes friends everywhere she goes because she feels like it. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> just can't even imagine especially on the basis of being a mom yeah like yeah, be friends yeah. with you now yeah. that's really not aligned at all yeah um, that's true mm-hmm. so that one would be pretty tough for me i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you like it has to be the reason that you guys are enemies that's really what it is mm. if my best friend is enemies because you know you I don't know, some stupid shit or some personal stuff mm-hmm. that's just between the two of them. Mm-hmm. That's their business and that's, that's fine. But if mm-hmm. it's involving family and friends and like mm-hmm. other people and, and international worldwide television, then no. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm ready to see this. I mean, they haven't shown in the preview. I don't know when it's coming or if, but Wendy and NECA, this sit down, this conversation. Hopefully it's at the nightclub and Kiarna is there and she gets yeah. to throw in them bottles. I really hope that's the resolve. I would live. I so too. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to see that. Because then, yeah, I think that's going to say mm-hmm. a lot for Candace, as you said. I think for Candace, she's mm-hmm. she's open to being friends with NECA because she mm-hmm. saw NECA's side. She saw what, you know, she was very much in the middle. She kind of saw both sides. But um, 
Yeah, it's gonna take what's what's the resolve between the two of y'all before she even jumps forward. I'm sure Candace got other friends. She must have one other friend who's trying to get pregnant, and Nick is not the only one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what do y'all think though? Could you be friends yeah. with uh your friend's enemy? Like, is that would that make mm-hmm. you a bad friend? Would you want that happen to you? Have this has this happened before? Do you have a friend who's yeah. currently besties with your enemy, and y'all still friends? Oh my like. God. Ooh. how does that work let us know oh god oh god i think that's it friend yeah that's it yeah for this week that's it for this week rate review subscribe join us at patreon.com mm-hmm. slash number two black girls number one rose for access to our juicy pre-show ad-free episodes video all that good stuff find us on instagram mm-hmm. and tiktok and we will be back next week sure will bye guys bye this message comes from bof sponsor ebay You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, You can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.